This week's stimulus checks are drying up. It's getting to the point where the feds are discussing and talking about increasing interest interest rates and and now it's so important to take advantage of interest rate being low and getting credit cards and taking advantage of that. So this is a net of money dojo. This is Xavier speaking and I'm here to provide you with knowledge and going on a journey with my experience of finance. So I want to thank everyone so far for just listening and just providing as much support as possible for me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for staying tuned. And I'm looking forward to provide more information in depth. Uh, Thank you also for just making sure that you're liking and hearts sharing I have been seeing it. I've been seeing an increase of that. So thank you so much. I'm 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 in I'm loving seeing that growth for this particular podcast. So it's a lot going on right now. And I mean the main thing that a lot of people just been wanting to know is how do I get a platinum credit card? And it's real easy. If you know my story, you in my last few podcasts, I talk about and discuss ways to save your money and ways to get yourself to a place where you're getting a credit card. Because I, I like to say that I'm real, I'm real big, and I believe in Dave Ramsey when it comes to his information. On uh, he, he's a big, big. If you don't know Dave, Dave Ramsey, he is a huge financial. I wouldn't. Say, I would hate to call him financial advisor, but because he's a whole lot more than that. But I, uh, the make the make. The long story short, he's a big, famous older guy. Uh, he's a, a boomer, baby boomer, and he's real big on financial, giving people financial advice. And one of his things, he do not, do not, do not believe in credit cards, getting any type of loan from the bank, any shape or form. Now, I, he helped me get, helped me get to the point of saving my money and getting out of debt but it's a science to using bank money isn't that necessarily i don't use when i use my credit card i don't use my credit card for like things that i don't need i don't go to the store and go buy stuff that i don't use if i'm not going to use it in the next 30 days and i'm not going to use it after that in the next 30 days i won't buy it and if if i don't have cash for it then I won't buy it. I can't buy it more than 10 times. I won't buy it. So so I use my credit card purposely to to take advantage of points because with the Platinum American Express card, I get points every time when I use it on particular things. So I take advantage of that. It's, it's, it's very similar like cashback. I, I take advantage of uh, my the money that I use. If I would use a debit card, I, a certain majority of debit cards, and especially my debit card, you don't get cashback so if i'm going around using my debit card and just spending 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 on things that i need around the house and in my monthly expenses then i'm not making any money but if i use a credit card to get cash back or points i make money so it's so important to 
take advantage of the opportunity that you have like that. And the best way to get yourself in that place. And uh, if you're in a situation where all right, I'm not going to be able to get a platinum card, my credit is terrible. I'm at five something, six something. It is a way where you can get it. It's going to it's going to take a journey. Now, that's the hard truth. The hard truth is you're not going to be able to get a, a 700 credit score in the next year. It took me, I was at probably 587 and that was, I was at the age of uh, 2021. No, I'm sorry, not 2021, 2011. My credit was terrible, terrible. 2011, I was, it was terrible because I didn't know what, to do with a credit card. My credit was, wasn't great. Uh, I mean, it, it was good at the beginning cause it was like six something, but it got to five eighty seven when I went, I was late on my payment and it, and it, and it wasn't that I couldn't pay. I think only the minimum I, was, I had to pay was $35, but I didn't do it because I wasn't caring about it. I was, uh, I was already, uh, I had my student loan that I was, I stopped paying and I'll just forget. I don't care about it. And then I had this credit card. It was just another bill. And I, I think I got laid off around that time, too. So it was around that time where I was just like, forget it. I don't care. I don't care. And and the guy, even the guy called me. He was like, I could have just, you know, postponed that that uh, for next month if you wanted me to. And I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't know. <laughs> the worst part about that is just that it put me in a place where. I had to deal with that problem and I missed out on on being able to have good credit. And to this day, it's been 10 years and that and that is still on my account. And I could go send an order to the uh I can actually like write a letter and to oh and it was Ras Fargo. It's a credit card, Ras Fargo, that that uh, I had a late payment with. I can uh send a message to uh I can send out a letter to West Frog and tell them about it and say, Hey, I need some paperwork on this, da 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 and they can probably uh cut it off. But I think around this month, I think I think it happened around April or November. No, it happened around November. Uh October, November ish. So I can I can take care of it, but I I really don't care because I mean with that being on there, I I was still man I still managed to buy a house uh in 2017 i was still able to get uh good credit cards and i still had that credit card to this day now that credit card is started at, i started at 700 now i have around 8700 uh, dollars uh on there and it's still i'm still growing so it's been a great 10 years and that's it took me 10 years to get from 587 to now i'm at 750 and i'm only 30. So you, you flash forward the next 10 years. I, I, I'm, I should be at 800 or whatever the max of credit you you should have. That's what I should be at next, uh, 10 years. So the question is, how do I get to there? And, uh, and I just, I mean, I just broke it down now. Patience is going to be the first thing that you're going to have to have. You got to have patience and you got to have patience to be able to get yourself out of the hump. And if you start off with no credit, with no uh, debt, you're you're better off. That's the best place to start. And if you if you're young and you don't have debt at all, stay out of debt. Don't get a credit card if you don't know how to manage it. Use it as a tool. Don't use it as a, a way. It's not a, a shopping spree. Don't use it as a way to, of shopping spree of uh, shopping, but use it as a way to take advantage of the cash back. Take 
take advantage of the points. That's what is solely purpose of using it. The banks would the banks do want you to spend over your, your budget. Cause the more debt that the more debt that you go over, the more money that you owe them, the more opportunity they can get interest off this. Cause they want you to they want you to be able to afford the, the debt, but they do want you to pay more. Cause if you can, you know, I've been in a situation where I had a twelve hundred dollar credit card balance and it took me a year and they were charging me to like hundreds of dollars. I paid thousands of dollars. I think I paid around ten thousand dollars on interest the, the the past ten years of me having that credit card. But now I don't even have to worry about that. So patient is the key. Staying patient patient with being patient with your with yourself and being patient with the process of getting that your credit up. Now you won't be able to get a, a platinum card uh, right away. It's going to take time, but you can still get a credit card. One of the things that I recommend if you want to start you out getting your credit right is looking at your looking at what's going on with your credit. Okay, if you have if you have collections, figure out what's need to be done for that. Uh, my big thing is knowing what type of credit it is. Knowing what type of credit because there's different levels to credit. And uh, this, uh, I, I do want to pause this particular episode real quick, real quick. I'm going to cut the episode in parts. So I'm going to, there's going to be a part one of the, I don't know, Chronicles of uh, Credit or um, the, the truth about uh, building credit. Or, and I'm, I'm going to do a part two because I want to cut this uh, podcast down to minimum 15 minutes. So I'm, I probably go over 10 minutes. I was going to do 10 minutes, but I'm going to I'm going to have it at least minimum 15 minutes. So it will be cut short, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish up when it comes to when it comes to just getting your credit started up and just figuring out exactly what what you have in there. And it's different levels of collections. You have some collection that goes straight onto your credit on um, your, your credit report and they they negotiate with you. Sometimes they negotiate with you and say, hey, we can get it off your account. Sometimes they say, hey, we can make sure that if it is going to stay on your account, but it's, they, they usually tell you that they're going to make sure that it shows full. And to certain lenders, they, it looks good. But if you're trying to get like a legit credit like a loan or credit card, anything like that, mortgage, you're not going to get, they're not going to accept you regardless of what it says. It, it You can pay it in full in cash, but if you're trying to get a particular loan or a credit card, they're not going to accept you because you, they see you as high risk. So you want to negotiate to the point where if you're going to, and have it in writing that, Hey, if you're going to do this, if I'm going to pay this in full, I need to make sure that that this is uh, taken up, taken off my my credit report. And if they're not saying that stuff, then keep about uh, I'm not an advice. I'm not a financial aid advisor to you, so don't do what don't uh, don't listen to some, what some um, some guy says on the uh, internet. So that's a disclaimer. But for my situation, when it been situation where I owe T-Mobile and it was a collection agency. They was like, yeah, we have your uh, credit. I mean, we have your report and everything. We got to put this on your account and you got to pay us. And I'm like, do I? And I work in, uh, I, at one point in time, I worked as a manager as a wireless, uh, uh, at a wireless store. And I knew that 
regardless if you pay that collection agency, that balance is still going to be in that account. And I dealt with people accounts where it was like it went back over like 10 years and it still stayed in that person account. So regardless if I were to leave and go to T-Mobile, I mean, if I were to leave and go back to T-Mobile, I would still have that balance, even if I paid a collection agency. So I knew that they didn't quite fully have that uh, that 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 particular amount. So I was like, no, I'm not going to pay you because I know I can just go to T-Mobile and pay them. So I went to T-Mobile and I paid them. And, with, uh, and once I paid them, that collections agency disappeared because they no longer had that had that uh that payment now certain collection agency they actually buy your debt and they have it and then they charge off your account to them and if you don't have it correct they can literally sell buy sell buy sell buy sell buy and you can your 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 debt can be going around like multiple times multiple times and you got to be careful with that and those situations if you can't go to the original uh, collection uh, collector, the person that you got your uh, got the uh, the debt with, then at that point you had to pay that collection agency. At that point you had to pay the piper and deal with that. Especially if it's being turned around, because what happened is just that they're gonna put a charge back on you. All they're gonna do is charge back and charge back, and you get to the point instead of you having one collection agency you have to deal with, you got five collection agencies you're dealing with, and it's all going into your report until they get their money. Now, a lot of times if you pay that collection agency, you pay the original person before that, you may be able to get all those other collections um off your line that way. But it's times where they have it and it go it goes directly on your credit report and it's through those people, it's 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 a done deal but as I always advice please please make sure especially if you're young try to deal with it with the, the original lender before it gets to collections but that's i know that's the situation a lot of us don't we already in in the quicksand the the deal is already done and you already have collection agency now there's different ways you can go about and dispute you can dispute online. You can dispute on through paperwork by uh, sending off a, a letter to the to the uh, collection agency. So many ways, but you had to do it the best way that's fitted for your situation. But after dealing with that, uh, you just want to be safe with that. But I'm gonna cut this ep- uh, episode off early. Like I mentioned, I want to keep it under 15 minutes. So thank you, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Hopefully the audio's uh, getting a little bit better. I did. I do have a mic on this special time. So thank you, thank you so much. And I look forward uh, for you listening again. So I'm going to be putting out another video probably uh, this, this coming week. So uh, peace and love.